Hey guys, everybody, welcome to episode 12 of Biomast. Uh, another great show for you tonight. And we've got a pretty good pretty good cast of, uh, of visitors here. Uh, a couple of folks that hasn't been, haven't been on the show in a while, so should be a good discussion. A uh, little bit of a lull tonight in terms of what's going on in dust, but we are kind of coming towards the finish line for the CPM elections, which is kind of a neat thing. I think a lot of guys and you know, candidates in the community will be sort of sort of fond of not hearing anything more about CPM elections and actually just seeing what happens after the elections when the folks are named and, and how CCP and the uh, CPM team moves forward from there. So uh, with that, we're just going to dive right into the intros and we'll start with Cross. Who's really Mike? needs to learn to work yep, the mute function. <laughs> it's okay. It's a button. Small, small, square. It's probably on your keyboard. <laughs> no problem. Okay. Yep, yep. Um, Cross a two member of OSG, uh, supporter of Pokey's imminent regime of tax hikes and all around forum rat. Awesome. Okay. And yes, Pokey is a communist. Uh, Sriazel. Yeah, um, I'm Sriazel. I'm one of the alliance leaders of uh, Top Men, and uh, I am also a member of the Bastion and EVE Online. Um, I'm a co-host here on Biomast, and uh, I am running for CPM1. Awesome. Iron Wolf. Hello, this is Iron Wolf Saber, and I may be becoming a XCPM member in a few weeks. Okay, that, that's an interesting take on it, but all right. Um, and Derry? Hey, guys. Derry, uh, director for OSG and tech support here for Biomass. Good deal. And Pokey? I'm Pokey Draven. I'm CEO of OSG Planetary Operations and the official uh, communist for Biomass. Awesome. His favorite color is pink. Uh, Saran Boy? Uh, yeah, Sir Manboy here, director of Molan Labe, uh, CPON candidate, and uh, second time guest on Biomass. Glad to be here again. Thanks, Jason. And uh, Sarai. Awesome. And Pokey. Uh, and Black Jackal. I'm Black Jackal, member and former, former CEO, founder of Southern Legion, CPM1 candidate for the at least the next couple of days, I suppose. And yeah. Okay, awesome. So uh, we'll kind of dive right in, guys. Uh, we have a little bit of a condensed show for you tonight. We have a lot of folks that have, uh, you know, some different real life things going on. But you know, that's how it kind of goes when you're playing around in a video game hobby. Uh, but with that, uh, we have a couple of things going on in Dust. I know we just talked about the, uh, you know, the CPM elections kind of coming closed, and we we were firing that around a little bit prior to the uh, to the episode. And really, it comes down to, and I, I think it was Sarai that said it. If you if you were going to vote, you've probably already done it. If you want to get one of your mates on to vote, or you want to get your last alt in, uh, I think the only thing anybody in the community, uh, whether you're hoping to be elected, hoping to not get somebody elected, or whatever, uh, it's really just participate. Uh, so if you haven't done, uh, got your vote on for whatever reason, I think that's the only thing we could tell you. And barring that, I suspect maybe in about a week and a half we might know who the CPM uh, CPM one candidate or really CPM one elect is. Um, with that, uh, what we'd like to kind of open up the discussion tonight on is a little bit of the uh, sort of uh, development of the discussion about Hotfix Charlie. Uh, there's been a few things that's kicked around, uh, and then we'll ask another couple open questions, but it's pretty open tonight, so you can hit us up on the Biomass channel in-game, or for those of you that are on Skype, uh, we're in the Biomass channel, and we're also monitoring some of the different dust, uh, dust channels. And you can always hit us on, up on Twitter. So uh, I've already posted up a note in Twitter that we are live. So any any one of those means, feel free to join the discussion that way. Uh, so with that, I'll just kind of open the floor up to everybody. Uh, we have, we've had a few developments with Hotfix Charlie. It looks like the big thing that they wanted to do, which is really 
take a hard look at optimizing the assault suits, they're still going to kind of go through with. Uh, there's some conflicting uh, interest about what they've at least announced uh, in the forums about what they want to do, which we can talk about. Uh, and then the other thing that we've noticed is that writ large across all suits, what they're looking at is probably not touching them. Uh, and by that, I mean they want to move the bulk of the suit rebalance discussion in terms of slots and equipment layouts and things like that over to perhaps Hotfix Delta. And I think Rattati may be onto something here just based on the, the raw amount of feedback he got and how conflicting some of it, some of it was. Uh, which it, when you have an engaged community, that's going to happen. There's, there's very few times you're going to have big slam dunks that you know, the devs can just pile on. Or even if everybody agrees that something needs to be fixed, how do you go about doing it? There's a ton of different ways. And we've got a bunch of guys in channel that probably all have like 1.5 different ways to do that. So with that, I'll just kind of open up the table and uh, ask you guys, what did you think about uh, some of the recent discussions about Hotfix Charlie and suit balancing? Uh, I can jump in for a second. Um, <clears throat> I, a couple things that worry me and, uh, you know, anything that they talk about with respect to changing logies always sort of gets my attention because, you know, I have every logie suit protoed out and uh, two things for sure that, that kind of bothered me. And I understand that they're interested in balance, but they, these ideas sort of came out of left field a little bit for me because they didn't seem like things that the community was really asking for was the change to the Amar logie suit, uh, how they were talking about taking away the sidearm, um, that's, uh, you know, a component of that suit that I think gives it a lot of character and a lot of people who went to that Logi suit did so because, uh, because of that, uh, you know, bonus to it. And they skilled into a sidearm largely because, um, it had that characteristic. So I think that's, it's sad to see that go for one. Uh, and then what they're doing to the cow Logi, I think makes a suit that is already screaming for help, uh, even worse because, you know, it's it's a five four five highs four low suit, and most people who use that suit, and you know, you know, maybe I'm wrong about this, but I I, I tend to think so because I've played with a lot of different fitting ideas for that suit. Um, it it takes at least one of those lows. Um, the use of a CPU module. So you're already kind of make, it's already kind of a five, three suit because you need the CPU module. Yep, and if you're going to, yeah. And if it's going to now be actually become a five, three suit, it's going to feel more like a five, uh, two suit. So, you know, yeah, you can add the extra equipment slot to that suit, but I don't know how much you're really going to get out of it. Uh, given how, you know, strapped for CPU, you're going to be with an extra equipment slot and one less, uh, low slots. Those are two things that jumped out at me on the logy side of things that I was concerned about. Um, so yeah, that's, that's one thing for me right there. That's a concern. I don't, how about the rest of you guys or Jason, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm just opening it up by the way. Yeah, I do. Honestly, I, I, I hear a lot of what you're saying about the cow logy. I, I run that suit quite a bit. Uh, the one thing I would say is it was not entirely clear if they were swapping an equipment slot, leaving it at three at the proto level for equipment and giving you a sidearm or they were just pulling a, a low slot and giving you a slot, sidearm. The one thing I would tell you, uh, I think Cross and Pokey have talked about this before. When you have your suit bonus tied to those equipment slots, uh, the reduction, that's awesome. But then when you add a module or something else that doesn't get that bonus, I think you're right. What it's really going to end up doing is uh, is giving you almost like a secondary nerf. 
to your, particularly the CPU for the Calogy, which a lot of folks may or may not remember, they actually nerfed the, uh, the resources, the CPU PG on it uh, almost a year ago, I think, uh, when there was, uh, when they were kind of the Slayer Logi of choice, so I, I was pretty, I was pretty concerned about that. And I, I think a lot of it came from a discussion about um, are the Amar and Cal Logis quote unquote passive Logis because their bonuses, their racial bonuses are tied around just dropping a single piece of equipment on the ground and continuing to move, whereas the the Gal Logi and the Amar Logi, you actually had to have a the piece of equipment up and being used for their bonus to be active. Uh, what do you guys think? Well, it goes with another issue of how much um. How many slots a bonus can cover? For example, the MR Logi, the most I can see it's usually two. I don't know many MR Logis that would do all three, but then again, I don't run a whole lot of squads. Whereas the uh, Caldari Logi can at least use all its equipment slots and get bonuses for every single one of them because there, there are times where there's not enough hives. Yeah, that's like a, that's like a, a one off suit that just dropping hives. There's that. It's too much of a one-trick pony, I think. Uh, I see your point, but it's the same thing for the MR. When you tie it like that, it's pretty tough. Uh, whereas, like the the Mimitar Logi, just because you've got four four slots, and then it's got a bonus to probably the most critical Logi tool in the game, i.e., the Repper. You know that that's where that's where a lot of the imbalance comes, particularly at the PC level. Well, well you have to, that you isn't have to, broken, also. Yeah, that's you know, all you point. have to compare it to other classes too. There are classes out there that have bonuses to almost every single one of its slots. The Sentinel, for example. The only one it doesn't have a bonus for is a grenade slot. Yeah, a lot of the current balance stuff, the thing that kind of makes me flinch is the lack of definition of where the balance is happening and how. Um, for example, the assaults clearly need some love to be more properly viable, but balancing the assaults without looking first at what one needs to do to balance the medium frames in general, of which the assaults are specialization, really makes me wince. Because you have things like the medium frames having comparatively problematic EHP right now for their roles. Both the Logi and the assault have this issue. And then you're balancing within the specialization to address a frame-wide issue, which is only going to cause more endemic balance problems down the road. Yeah, I mean, you've got the the, the, the Assault and the Logi are probably some of the most similar suits in the game. I mean, you've got the Commando and the Sentinel, but they, they're kind of strange offshoots of each other. So it's a bit of a special situation to look at those, the medium frames. And I think it's... We're moving too far away of thinking of them as, as completely separate, opposed to variants of the same frame. And I think that you know that those differences need to come in in the equipment and the bonuses and the weapons. I mean, those are kind of their 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 niche roles there. But that being said, the overall performance of the suit itself needs to be similar. Uh, I mean, with with some differences, obviously. But I think buffing the assault and not really looking at the logi and seeing how that's going to survive in a in a firefight is 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 not good. You need to kind of look at both at the same time because they are both medium frames. And so, I mean, having that medium frame mentality on how does the suit perform, specialization aside, is, is really key. And I think that's it's an issue that a lot of people aren't really looking at. I mean, Cross and I have talked about this before, and you know, it's I, I've been convinced it's actually quite critical. And I, I do hope that once we get the assaults more up to speed, at least at this most recent increase to the HP and the, the resources, that we actually take a, a really strong look at the Logis and their slot layouts and, and see how that's going to actually compare and perform against the Assault to avoid the Slayer Logi, but also make them actually viable in a firefight, not necessarily as a, a direct you know uh, direct combat role, but survivable so they can actually do their job, because the dead Logi is useless. You know? 
Well, it goes back to my usual thinking that almost every single game that I know of feels like it's been balanced around its basic DPS class, which will be, in our case, the Assault. Yeah, I can, oh, I can kind of see that. At the moment. Yeah, I was about to say, I think... The DPS class at the moment is the, uh, the Commando. And the, uh, the probably more the Sentinel with the HMG as well. That's a close-range DPS sort of weapon. The Assault doesn't compare to either of those. Well, it should be the Assault because the other two are supposed to be support-type classes. It should, it should be, I, I completely agree, but uh, unfortunately at this point in time, I, I believe the Commando is more about our uh, more to medium level DPS uh, sort of suit at this point in time. Oh, yeah. It's a heavy suit spin off, but it's, it's more akin to the Assault suit than it is to the, the actual heavy Sentinel suit. Well, that's probably why they're changing it for Legion like that. Yeah, that might, might very well be. Um, I, I did want to throw out a kind of an interesting question. This is something I've batted around uh, with some folks later earlier today. Um, I was kind of catching up on a lot of the discussion about the slot layouts. And, and by the way, I, I think if nobody said it yet, I think there's a, a move afoot really to punt a lot of this to Delta just because of the, the need for additional feedback and, and really probably some refinement, uh, you know, from the player community and from the dev side on, on kind of how they want to approach this. But uh, one of the things that struck me in a lot of the discussion that, that nobody was really talking about was when you start balancing slots, like in, and most people think of that as purely the highs and the lows, right? There is always going to be a winner and loser, mostly centered around the equipment, because what they're really balancing, it, it, it's the slots, but what they're ultimately really trying to balance, I think, is is the tank. They're really trying to get to how you deliver HP and regen, and then to a secondary level, particularly with the scouts, because of how predominant E-War can be if you've got a scout tuned correctly or incorrectly, the E-War. Um, and it strikes me that all that any of the other modules uh, could either suffer greatly or create a huge imbalance. Um, and I'll use an example here. And so just let me frame this. The, the proposal that I was, I was throwing out to a couple of guys earlier is, what if you take some of the existing uh, module slots that are either a high or low, and then you turn them into equipment, but then you increase the number of equipment uh, writ large across all the suit bases. So for example, the deep, the uh, the damage, uh, the damage modifier, the damage module, that is always going to be a point of contention for somebody. Uh, the reason that the Gaudis were flavor of the month is because it could go full tank and stack DPS, uh, DPS uh, upgrades. Uh, and if you move that to like a low slot, you're just going to have the other other way around. So why not move that to an equipment slot where it's somewhat uh, somewhat neutral? You could make a decent case that the code breakers are kind of the same. You could make a case that perhaps biotics are the same, or at a minimum, maybe break the biotics up where they're fitting, you know, perhaps the cardiac regulators in the in the lows and the kin cats and the highs or some variation on the theme. I'm curious to hear what you guys think about that is is not just the slot balancing, but perhaps looking at how we tag some of the different pieces of equipment and how that might affect the slot balance and really you know, the actual in-game play. What, what I would, what I personally would fear from that, from what you were explaining just then, would be logies get more equipment than assaults, and if you give things like damage mods into the equipment slots, you know, they, yeah, fair enough, they're giving up functionality of the logie, but they're gaining functionality of this slayer. No, no, yeah, I'm with, I actually thought about that, and I think what you could do is you could overcome that with a, either a, a pretty severe stacking bonus, or just like with the, the cloak, you can actually not give the logie bonus to the 
to that module. Now they could always fit one, sure, but at some point it's going to be, you basically make it too expensive or not worth your time fitting more than one. Yeah, well, goes, you can look, go ahead. Well, that goes with the other problem is that when you give players the option to increase their HP, they're always, they are very prone to pick that above any other utility module you can fit, fit in either highest or lows, so that causes a problem on its own. Yeah, I mean, one thing you can look at also is uh, potentially having a, a damage mod for a high slot and a damage mod for a low slot. And you could maybe get a little fancy with it and have it be for certain damage types uh, to kind of encourage that, okay, so if it's a high slot damage mod, it would give bonus to hybrid blaster. So that would be beneficial to a, a Glente suit that's using the, the lows for its armor and HP, and then it can use the highs for that specific damage type. And then vice versa for, for something like a, a Kaltari would have a hybrid rail and a low slot damage mod. And kind of encourage again that that racial uh, pairing of, of suit and weapon. I had I had a similar sort of outlook um, in making like obviously say keeping our damage mods that your mid mid slots or high slots very important, um, but then making what what we consider a, a low power secondary variant for the other slots, so low slots in this particular case. Um, you have your your more powerful ones in the mid slots, and they'd have. Uh, a penalty or some sort of activation requirement or something like that. Then you have the low slots, which are sort of passive, similar to what Eve does with a lot of their things. They've got tracking computers in the, in the mid slots, um, but you have to activate them. They use capacitor or stamina or whatever you want to, resource you want to use. But then you uh, have in the low slots, you have tracking enhancers, which are passive. They're less effective, like far less effective, about a third effective as the top ones. But something along those lines so that way you've got the diversity of, of uh, fitting as well to balance out that way so you can fit for damage and shield tank but you can't fit for as much damage as you could if you fit for armor tank and damage something along those lines i will have to agree that module variety is very poor in um dust 514 and i hope it gets fixed in legion but our options in dust right now are pretty limited and we it would help if we can um, further expand them to um, allow further customization and playstyles. I can say that one thing they di they did that exacerbates that problem is, and a lot of people disagree with me. I had a, um, a scout cloak dampening proposal that was out there for a while. Um, some people liked it on the forums. Uh, some people didn't like it at all. But it gave uh, Logies the ability to play a little bit of E War, um, which was nice it, it wasn't so it wasn't the proposal wasn't done in such a way that it made them compete equally with the scouts but it gave them a chance if they really stacked um those e-war modules um essentially the idea was if you were a logi that had a two module advantage over a scout then you beat that scout because you had that many more modules than them that's what it breaks down to i could show you guys the proposal later but if you had um logies that had the ability to to do that um that would certainly introduce some variety because now that i know that i can't play any e-war with scouts at all without a scanner um i choose to put nothing but you know shield and and armor plates on because really that's the only thing that's going to benefit me out there um but had i been able to play some e-war uh i think um that would have provided some variety and allowed people to do some different things out there and of course uh it would have taken some of the tank out of the game which i think some people um do want uh, but really since i can't i won't and you know the the protection is something that i that i need so 
Yeah. Now, I mean, you make it. You make a really good point. There is like the the Logi suit uh, has always. You, you could really tweak that to some very specialist things, mostly because of the slot layouts and the CPU PG afforded you. The um, one of the things I kind a lot of what I hear is actually starting to lend more credence to um, CCP Rotati's thought about basically a standardized CPU PG and slot layout for medium frames in general, or really frame suits in general, no matter what weight class. And then you tweak the bonuses pretty heavily to sort of incentivize certain play styles. I think, I think that's a good thing, but it can very easily be carried too far where you can, uh, really curb sort of, you know, meta breaking gameplay and things like that with, with some creativity. That's something I think they really should, uh, you know, kind of keep, keep their eye on is not going overboard. I'm all about optimizing a suit for a role, you know, something of that nature, but you really got to kind of be careful of going a little too overboard with it, where you, where you might really shoehorn people into certain styles of play. The initial proposal is actually something that uh, Kagoshi put together. Well, he posted the thread as he usually does and managed to stir up a very interesting discussion. And at least for the medium frames, it seems pretty valid. But one of the elements that's kind of been overlooked in a lot of the discussion of it that I've seen is the basic suit stats, because it's all well and good to say we're normalizing fittings across the board and we're going to tool the racial and role bonuses accordingly after that. But if you don't also do something about the base stats on suits, you're going to run into some pretty inherent imbalances since they're yep. already established for a different uh, modality. No, I, I think you're I think you're spot on with that. And the, and the unfortunate thing is, like in this, uh, what I've also noticed is that there was a lot of there's a big explosion of discussion from the Logi community. Uh, and and let's not lose sight, you know, the the original intent for Huffix Charlie was really to give some more assault love. But I think what what you saw is a sort of groundswell of, well, if you're doing that, you really are going to need to touch more than one suit at a time. Otherwise, you you you, do, you, you could go down an ugly road with some things. I did notice in the um, what it looks like they're going to retain for Hotfix Charlie for the for the assault class was some sort of uh, like a raw HP buff. So it sounds like an actual stat buff on the suits itself. Um, and a few other minor tweaks. I'm not tracking anything major. It certainly wasn't. Didn't look to be a straight DPS buff, unless unless anybody's seen anything else like that. I still really just wince over the idea of trying to make the assault more viable by going with HP first. It seems conceptually to be deeply flawed. It's, I agree. You're always going to like eclipse one thing, and yeah. Well, if you look at Eve, you and you look at almost any ship in Eve, almost every single one of those ships are capable of some form of E-War. And it is highly valued, more so than tanking. True, but you can't actually shut someone's DPS down like you can in EVE. Well, and that's, also, that's the unfortunate thing you can't do in Dust, is doing that. <laughs> yeah, well, and also the context at the moment is the raw onboard stats. You know, we're not talking about the assaults getting a buff to, say, shield regulators or something of that nature. It's leading first forward with the concept of adding HP or EHP directly onto the suit, which really it's 
is just a mess waiting to happen. I mean, you have all of the potential problems of breaking the medium frame balance between assaults and lodges, which is already shaky. You have the potential problem of outstripping scouts to the point where they're no longer functionally viable. You have the potential to infringe on or overlap the commando role even more heavily. And it's it probably won't do all of those things at once, but the degree and type of application of extra EHP you apply can readily cause any of these problems. And so using it as the focal point or vanguard for how to try and make the role viable is really, I have a lot of trouble seeing how it's not just asking for more imbalance in the long run. Well, I mean, it comes down to kind of how much they're going to be adding. If it's a small amount, if it's actually significant, you know, we'll see. But uh, I think as long as the Lodgies are brought up uh, with the same amount or similar amount, I think it'll be fine. It's just a matter of, you know, how much in making sure that it's a change to the medium frames as a whole, not just the assault. Yep, yep, that's pretty much spot on as far as I can tell. The medium frames need to be kind of parallel and balance on a lot of things and then have the specificity of their roles enhance something. So, you know, provide that EHP or that survivability that they both need, but then make sure that the assault is the better slayer by making them better at slaying, not just better at standing in the fight, because that's already the sentinel's role for one thing. Right. I think the community is, for the most part, pretty well agreed upon that the assaults or, or maybe perhaps the medium frames as a whole need to be focused more around that HP regeneration, you know, bonus to armor repairs, shield regulators, stuff like that. And so, like I said, we'll see how much HP they're giving them. I mean, the, the exact number is pretty important, but I, I think as long as that in the next pass, we take a, a really good look at making sure we bring the Lachis up to a point where they can still remain balanced against the assault, and then probably doing quite a bit of a rework on the uh, the bonuses for both of them to, to make them a little more survivable and kind of push that regeneration theme, because I think that's, that's really quite good for a medium frame, which is more mobile than a... And a heavy, obviously, so they, they need to be able to get their HP back quickly once they get behind cover and whatnot. So, you know, I, I think the community is, is kind of banded together pretty well on that and, and taking a real good look at it. And I hope that we kind of push for that in Delta, barring uh, the changes in Charlie don't totally break it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you. I think that it's a necessary change at some level for sure, just so long as it's not one that's being used to define a role, but rather is more of a groundwork or fundamental for the frame. Yeah, I think it, I think jumping on on bonuses and slot layouts all at once, as well as is this sort of thing at the same time, would probably be pretty pretty bad. So I'm I'm glad to see that we're kind of easing into it. We'll see if this change is is good or bad in the long run. But I think holding off on the bonuses and the slots till Delta or further is is probably wise. Yeah, I, I think that's a I think that's a, a fair point for all is that that there has been a lot of feedback coming in and and there were a lot of good points made on on different facets that were somewhat opposed to each other so uh, you know my assessment kind of being an outside observer I, I think that it was probably a good move to drop back and punt if you will uh, and kind of take a look at uh, you know maybe picking off some of the, the easier to do things in Charlie and maybe putting a more focused effort for a suit balance for a, a later update. Uh, and, and who knows, maybe that might be one of the first projects that uh, some of you guys in the room work on as part of the CPM. Because um, what strikes me is that it, it uh, having an energized group of you know six or seven folks helping sort through and or provide uh, perspective for the feedback or the, at least the level and to be honest with you, the quality of feedback that Rattati is getting, uh, I think that would probably be a welcome, uh, a welcome addition to the equation. Um, so any other last thoughts on that one before we 
push on to the next objective. Okay. Um, one of the things I did want to kind of put out to you guys, and this is always one that's kind of uh, it's a little it's a little ugly to talk about sometimes, but it's really about the player base uh, in Dust, and we've we've had a really good discussion about suit balance, and you and if you go in the forums right now, you know for all of you that they're listening to the podcast, there's a chance that you probably at some point have haunted the forums. Um, there there really is some really good feedback coming in from a lot of veteran players that have been around for a long time. There's uh, a lot of quality, a quantity of feedback, you know, that's coming in. And one of the things that uh, struck me over the last week, and I've had this question asked of me in game and out, uh, what is, what is CCP's position? Like what should they do or how should they approach, um, not just the sustainment of the dust player base, but perhaps even trying to grow it or strengthen it as they continue to push forward with Legion. Since I think the theory is that a large chunk of, they desire a large chunk of the dust community to be the seed, sort of that initial seed of players that go over to Legion. And I'm kind of curious what your guys' thoughts are on uh, what CCP should be working with the CPM on or doing on their own to sustain the dust community. And, and you know, the honest question is also, should they do anything? So I'll open that one up to you. Well, I'd go with retain the uniqueness of Dust. I know Dust isn't completely unique, but it's got a lot of unique aspects, like your own assets and stuff like that. Uh, a lot of the a lot of the next gen games that are coming out that are pulling players away. Um, I'll mention Destiny and the the future play uh, side two on PS4. They'll bring some of the consoles over as well. They do a lot. They do stuff good, but they don't do anything groundbreaking or really new. Like um, I've played Destiny a couple of a couple of times the last few days and had fun playing it, but it's not really. Uh, unique. It's it's a, it's a good a good play experience. It's a, it's a fun game to play. I won't say it's a bad game. It, it's well worth the money, but it's not unique. And that's what Dust needs to focus on in keeping its uniqueness and its ability to sort of offer us something we haven't seen before, or we or, or we're not going to see from someone else, like you know, from Bungie or from another game development company that do like to uh, rehash the old the old things that make them look better make them still play better but still using the same uh formula that has is tried and proven rather than trying to make their own i totally agree i i think that uh you know ccp is is never never really been able to compete at, at an even t- like they can't they can't compete where their product is is a direct competition they the reason that that ccp has survived and has thrived as long as it has is because it offers something that nobody else does and i think that the reason dust has hung on despite all of its issues um you know and other games that have been popular and been talked about for you know a week or a month or a couple months is that really there isn't anyone offering exactly what dust offers it it does and it needs to keep pushing into areas that other games are not pushing into rather than just trying to be you know the next battlefield See that that is going to cause issues, unfortunately. It is going to cause stumbling blocks because they did, they are pioneering something new. It, they are it is a unique flavor to the game, which is what they should be focusing on. But it will cause issues. It will cause rage. It will cause nerdgasms. It will cause a whole lot of other things that can go up and down uh, the whole ladder. You've got to be on for the. You've got to be on the roller coaster though to get to to get to the end. You have a look at uh, you have a look at Eve. Um, that was a pioneer game 10 years ago or 13 years ago or whatever it is. Still is. 
very much a pioneer game in, in its aspects of how much it gives, how much control it gives players. To a lot of a lot of people, model newer survival games on Eve basics. You know, players being able to kill each other and whatnot, and being able to do whatever they want and get away with it. A lot of the newer survival games uh, have those aspects, but they don't have the depth of depth of field that Eve Online does have. So, in in, in a lot of cases, um, Eve itself is still pioneering a lot of cases. So they need to keep that edge in dust, as as in all their products. Yeah, I think to kind of push that, they need to kind of, I mean, granted, we can't add much more at this point because of the limitations of development, but there's there's aspects of Dust that are, are more unique than than most, you know, Planetary Conquest, the idea of faction warfare and trying to strengthen that. And I mean, again, there's limitations, obviously, but I think working to improve those systems and improve and, and, and show how this makes it unique and how that's going to, you know, affect you as a player and how that's going to, what that's going to mean in the future. I mean, that's... Players have held on so long because of that potential of, of what it's going to become. And I think that even though we're limited now, we can still kind of realize that potential and make it you know, more enjoyable for everyone and, and push the unique aspects that Dust has already. And then you know, hopefully move that on towards Legion. So I think that if you give players what they've been waiting for as best you can, they're getting more inclined to actually stick around for what they really want, which is, is the, the, the final future vision that we had you know, several years ago. Well, we're going to have to understand that this is most likely, even in Legion, it's not going to be the final form either. That um, both Dust, Dust Legion and Evil, can, well, the vision that Dust has set forth is going to continue to evolve as the game develops and pl players change and, um, and culture enrich the um, entire experience for everybody. Yeah, I mean, the culture is, is huge. I mean, that, that's a big part of it. I mean, the, the community in, in Dust is toxic and terrible and awesome. I mean, I think we can all agree on that. And I think trying to push that community feel more, uh, you know, may that be with events or, or whatnot, you know, I think that would be do a, a great justice in terms of the game and, and making people feel like they're actually part of the universe rather than just playing a, a typical lobby shooter. Because it's, it's not a typical lobby shooter, but it will be if CCP lets it become that by just letting it stagnate. So I think, and I don't mean just throwing, you know, SP events at people. I mean, those are great and all, but there's more you can do to make it interesting. I mean, the, the recent event had its issue uh, issues, obviously, but the, the thought process is good to try to push, you know, more unique ways to, to be part of the community, be part of the game, and, and be part of the universe. Because, I mean, that's that's why we're all here, you know, and I think you can still do that despite the limitations we have right now. Okay. Well, and, you know, there is there's a lot of discussion that's going around, uh and that, that was the reason I wanted to bring it up to you guys. Because, again, a lot of you are, I think all of you, shit, except for me and Derry, are you know, running for CPM. And that's a common question, particularly when you talk to bitter vets, is, you know, why are you sticking around when uh, there's a good chance you're going to close down Dust? Uh, and Legion, you know, technically isn't a go right. It's not a green, it's not green light right now. It's not a go right now. And and that's a you know that's a very common question that gets asked of a lot of people right now that I think are in your guys's position, and one frankly I, th I think I, I think we would be remiss if we didn't talk about a little bit on the show, um, you know the fa the fact of the matter is CCP is very much on a you know, kind of a do over for Dust. Uh, they flushed a lot of assets. Uh, the, you know, they, they did eat a bit of a loss when you look at their, their annual uh, earnings report from last year. But they also doubled down on the idea behind Dust, and you know, which really is taking shape in the form of Legion uh, and what they can salvage from Dust in terms of the player base and 
the lessons that they can learn in terms of perhaps in-game balance or mechanics or things like that. Uh, and, and that's really why I kind of wanted to tee it up for you guys, because there there is a lot of negativity out there, which is very understandable. And that's kind of what I'm asking you guys is, um, you know, there's a there's a fairly small but a, a pretty hardcore you know base of folks that are floating around inside you know the dust community. And the re- the reality is there are still new people coming into the game that are only partially aware of what's going on with Dust and Legion, much less Eve or any of that other jazz. I run into them, you know, every week. Um, some of which are, you know, aware of the situation of the game, and some aren't. Uh, and that's kind of why why I wanted to tee that up for you guys is like, what do you, you know, I, I guess if y'all put your your flash forward hat on, you know, like think through this, like what do you expect to have at the end of uh, let's say a year. So when most of you are getting ready to hand the reins over to perhaps a, you know, some next crop of CPM cats that'll be looking at something else. Do you expect there to be dust? Do you expect there to be Legion in beta? Well, I'm just curious where, if you guys just had to spitball it right now in your head, where do you think you'll be sitting in a year? I'm, I'm hoping to say that uh, dust will still be running um, in, in, in a year. And I think that, um, Hopefully, Legion will be in beta at that point. Um, I, I really don't think that uh, a year from now we'll be ready to play a release-grade Legion. Um, but uh, I'm hoping we'll be able to to actually get in and, and see how it plays um, by then. Yeah, I'd echo Zell there as well. That's pretty much spot on for where I'd like to see things. I don't think that we should be closing the curtain on dust any more quickly than a year, and hopefully longer than that, honestly. And... Hopefully as well, Legion will be in a somewhat playable state, but I seriously doubt that a year is going to be enough time to properly release a live version of it. Well, and that's the key thing for me, is that people will say, oh, Dust is it, what's the point, why are we here? Well, the fact of the matter is that people are still playing. People are still enjoying the game. They're trying to to enjoy the game as the best they can. So as a CPM, it's critical that you focus on understanding that people are playing this game, they want it to be good, so we need to make it better. I mean, as long as people are still playing, there's a purpose to doing what we're trying to do. And I mean, like I, I mirror, like I said this in another form, but you know, win or not, there's a lot of talent and, and good ideas on the people on the ballot and in the community. And I hope that even if you don't make it in, you're still pushing to make the game better. I mean, that's why we're running for this. That's why we're doing this. And you can say dust is dead all you want, but I still see people playing uh, you know, every day when I log in. So if they're still there, we got to work to make it better. And I think people forget that. And I think that's, and it needs to be a real key focus for CBM is that people are here. They put a lot of time, a lot of money, a lot of emotional you know, effort into this game. They deserve to have continued support in the best you know, possible capacity we can. So that's, that's really key. And I don't want people to forget that despite the negativity floating around. Adding on to all the resi- all the um, comments and sentiments um, given so far, I would also like to say that CPM will also have a responsibility in making sure that the cost that Legion has costed us in terms of community and goodwill and all the, the hoopla that came with it will be well worth the cost. Yeah, and pushing for, for strong dust support and keeping people happy and showing them that CCP is willing to 
to put forth the effort to make a more balanced and enjoyable game. That's good. That's really key in showing, hey, you know, we're not going to do the same shit we did with, you know, with Dust in Legion. We're going to, you know, actually listen to you guys and, and really put forth what needs to happen to, to give you a good experience. And I think that the work done now for Dust is really critical in, in delivering that message to the players. And I think that, you know, we really need to focus on that. What do you think, Sir Manboy? Uh, I'm agreeing with a lot, what a lot about you know everybody else is saying here. You know, I I still am super excited to play this game. Uh, I show up every week. I cap out every week, uh, and it still feels fun to me. I still I still love playing with my, my you know my friends over at Moan, and uh, it's it, for me it's a game that like I said I think it's going to eventually reach its potential. If not as dust you know, five one four. It's going to be you know what we all wanted it to be in Legion. Um, the, you know, something that I think would do a lot to keep the excitement high in the community is you know while we are all still playing Dust, and I hope that we are you know for another year while they continue to work on this Legion project. I, it would be nice for them to, and I know they don't want to overpromise anything. I know that's been one of their big mistakes in the past, but it would be nice for them to to finally publicly recognize some of these bigger features that we want and say you know what guys. We're telling you for a fact. We're working on this. It's it's in our crosshairs. These player market sort of ideas, the team deploy idea, the things that are going to get people really excited to play Legion. I think these are the things that the devs need to make an effort, of, you know, about talking about sometimes in interviews and in dev posts, and say, guys, we know you want this. And, you know, we're, we're working on it and we value the fact that you want this and we're going to bring it to you at some point and you're going to get it in Legion. So, again, not to overpromise, not to, you know, make it so they can't deliver, but these are things that have to be there for, for Legion to be a success. I mean, clearly these are all things we've wanted uh, in, in Dust. And if there is going to be a Legion, you, you do eventually have to finally, you know, produce the goods. So I would like to see CCP come out on the record from time to time and say, while we're developing this game, we want to let you know that these are some big picture items that we know you want, and we're going to bring them to you. So I think that would be cool. Even even just mentioning that they're working on them would be yeah. would be enough. You know, it's yeah, it's not a matter of they don't need to say, "Oh, we, we are bringing them to it." It's hey, we are working on bringing this to you. We're trying our best to bring this particular feature to you. This is what we're doing, rather than oh yeah yeah we're we're, we're sort of working on stuff you know that's what we're getting at the moment we're getting we're getting we're, we're working on stuff we're working on legion it's all i'm, I'm sure there are people who have much insight into it we're, i'm sure there's one in, in this particular conversation who has insight into who can't share but behind closed doors there's a lot of stuff that um we 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 want to know that at least they're working on something we don't need to know the particulars we just need to know hey they are working on this this particular thing they're, they're working on this player market or this team deploy or this thing, even if we don't know, even, even if we don't know if they're going to get it out or not, they just need to say, we are working on this stuff. Yeah. I think that's, that's a pretty fair point. I'll go fish on a record. As far as Legion goes, there's not much more you guys know about than I do. Um, CCP has been very transparent of what they've been uh, working on so far. There is maybe one or two features you may not have heard yet, but that's because they're in a state not to be shared at this time. Because they're really focused on fixing, uh, just getting the concrete and foundation hardened, so to say. No, and I think that's I think that's fair. Um, and one of the things I would kind of offer again as a as a dude that's interested in the CPM, literally speaking for a player base that is either, you know, the remains of a player base or what we want the player base to be in the future, uh, would be I think pressing them 
on a little bit of discussion about Legion is probably not a bad thing. And, and let me frame this. And I'm I'm not really referring to Star Citizen, by the way, which you know is kind of got its own somewhat interesting model. But that's one of the things you see. Like if Dust was had never existed and they just announced Legion, the lead up to Dust or the lead up to a lot of these other games where they're trying to do some innovative things, you see some some pretty engaged devs and there's a lot of a lot of games out there right now that are in the stage that are in that kind of 12 to 18 month before you get a beta stage you know kind of about the same timeline we're talking about for legion i think um and there's some very frank and open discussions going on about those i think because of the baggage that ccp has with how things have gone uh for them with dust uh you know, and a variety of other things, not not the least of which is some of the, the things that they've had going on in CCP at the corporate level. Um, I think we're a little bit more in the dark than other, you know, sort of nascent player communities that are floating around out there. And at some point that really does honestly need to change, particularly if you want to continue to engender, you know, some support from folks. Um, let, me, let me ask you guys this. Uh, if... If CCP were to just basically kind of come out and very sort of directly acknowledge that, you know, dust is not a standalone, but we really want to harvest as many good ideas and balance points and things like that to put into Legion almost, you know, not a, you know, not necessarily a beta, but literally like a, um, you know, sort of like an, an in-game test run kind of thing, and particularly to the to the players that have been here for a long time, would that help at all? I mean, because they, they kind of went sideways a little bit, I think, when they kept saying that Dust was its own thing, Legion was separate, and there's some DNA that they share, and, you know, don't worry, Dust is going to be around. I, th- I think we all really understand what's happening is that if all the, let's say six months from now, everything that Rattati's been working on looks like it's working swimmingly, my gut tells me that a large chunk of that shit's going to be in Legion as is, at least in terms of, you know, values in a spreadsheet kind of stuff. Um, what are you guys' thoughts on that? I'm think- actually, it's, it's something, I'm actually all for it. Now, I'm all in for that because at, at the very least, if they're going to use Dust 514 as a testbed, they're going to give us the assets to test, in my opinion. They have to, otherwise it wouldn't be a proper testbed. You wouldn't be able to get the balance right in Dust if you don't have all the assets you're going to have in Legion, which means... At the very least, for combat effectiveness, and this is one thing I do want to push for, Dust 514 would have to be relatively equal, if not in graphical content and MMO content, in actual shooting in your face content to what Legion would be. So, in order to be a proper test bed, we'd have to have that equality between the two. So, I'm all, I'm all for it. They need to be really careful because they don't want to give the impression that Legion is just Dust version two because it, it really needs to be more than just you know a sequel. But so it really it. is, and I think everybody sees past uh, that. Uh, everyone says it is. No, but what I'm saying is that we just don't want a, a, a rehash of Dust on. You, you don't a want PC. it to be a port, is what you're right, saying. Yeah, right. You I, want I, it to I, be a literally a 2.0, not a port. Is right. I think what you're saying. Yeah. So if you want to take. The, the the lobby shooter the, the the combat balance the mechanics or most of the mechanics and move them to legion that's fine but they need to hammer out and, and show people that's just part of legion there's more to it than that there's there's more than just going into a match shooting people and coming out because people want more than that you know just the, the standard lobby shooter is not what people envisioned no, can, initially I can, I can... well I, I completely agree there because, yeah, as I said, all 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 I want parity for is the, the actual combat, the actual combat systems, the the balance between you know tanks and all the racial variants of the tanks, uh, any 
aside from anything that requires a huge amount of development time, like MTACs and stuff like that, any asset they want to put into Legion would have to be put into Dust Combat. Only the combat. I'm not talking the MMO aspects. I'm not talking the PvE, salvage, all the rest of the aspects. I'm talking the the raw PvP, shoot each other in the face gameplay to be equal. And if that's the only thing they pull out of Dust and put into Legion, and, and you know they, they test better than Dust, they make it really good in Dust, or at least better than better than uh, better than average. Um, and then they pull that out and put it into the, the rest of Legion, I'd be happy with that. Yeah, I think that's fine. They just need to make sure that that's the perception, that, that it's only well, a small part of what Legion will be. If they can hammer that perception in, then I think it's fine. But I just, I, I really caution them in, in saying something like that and not really hammering out to the players that this is not just Dust version 2. There's more to it, but we're using Dust as a beta for the combat of Legion. I think that would be good, but it, they need to be careful. Well, the selling point there would be that if they can use the if they can use the combat mechanics from from Dust, then they can stop not you know then they can focus their new development efforts with the Legion team on the actual MMO yeah, parts, all the other parts stuff that they yeah. should be working on. Yes, absolutely. That's, that's actually a great point, and, and this this does circle back to a little bit of that transparency discussion on uh, on Legion. You know, and, and honestly, I'm hoping that we hear something. You know. Maybe not earth shaking, but we hear a pretty solid update coming out of E Vegas. Who knows? Um, but I think that's a. I think you're making a pretty good point there, uh, and that's that's why I kind of wanted to tee it up. E Vegas is the wonderful is is the uh, wonderful event that brought us the laser focused comment. So I am certainly expecting a, a truly interesting uh, response from uh, E Vegas. Yeah, just yeah. To note that that comment was made at FanFest as well a couple of a couple I think two years in a row as well. So. Yeah, that's. Uh, I think I don't think you're ever gonna hear 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 him say that. Although I I did hear see several posts on the forums about the uh, whoever wins the laser rifle thing. There was a strong push to get him to to refer to as the laser, laser focused focus. laser rifle. Yeah, I thought that was, <laughs> I thought that was genius. By the way, the uh, the Atley, <laughs> the, um, the you know, uh, this is all a pretty good discussion, and it's one of those where you can really walk the edge of being really negative about some stuff or you know really trying to figure out how do you be constructive at this point because i think that's the, that's what i've noticed and what is uh one of the things that that makes me take you know a break from from dust or the forms or skype and stuff like that is when you see like these sort of sine waves of sine waves of negativity that that come up and down and it's all very understandable, particularly from people that have been around for so long. Uh, but it's also a little bit aggravating. It's like, hey, I got it, but so you know, is there anything more constructive than you know than posting hate or you know throwing out a lot of negative vibes on the radio, on, you know, over comms or something like that? And I'm certainly not a cheerleader by any stretch of the imagination. I can kind of go down a litany of things that I, th- I beef with CCP about on the east side or the dust side. I just I kind of approach it from. Uh, you don't need, you know, I've said this before to people, cheerleaders and doomsayers equally annoy me. Um, and what I really look for is something that's in the middle, you know, something that's really uh, like constructive. Like one of the things that we had talked about that sparked a big wave of negativity, actually, like uh, in the middle of the week was uh, there's a lot of discussion. Kane Sparrow announced that, you know, I don't know if it's an announcement, but he just made a, a lot of comments that there's zero Eve link in Legion when it when it arrives. Now, one, I don't know that he knows that or not for a fact, because it sounds like things are very much set in mud with Legion. But if that's the intention right now, 
I, I do personally think that'd be a that'd be a big mistake because that's really one of the things that sets um, you know the kind of the the Mercs on the ground part of the uh, New Eden IP apart is that there's a link between games. Um, perhaps it's something baked in that they want to add later. I, I don't know, uh, but it, it is something that, that's kind of interesting. And again, it's one of those things that garnered a lot of discussion back and forth. And and again, to qualify it, um, you know, Kane's a, a current CPM Zero member, uh, and he kind of categorically said that there wasn't going to be a uh, an Eve link in Legion. My statement back to that is. That may be the case right now, but I certainly don't know what the case is going to be six months from now. Um, and I will agree that if it's not there, that would be probably a, a pretty a pretty serious mistake on uh, at least not having the level of Eve Link we have now. Would I think be a, a fairly not catastrophic, but a serious setback at the launch? What do you guys think? Yeah, I totally. Um, this was one I, I really picked up on it quickly um, when it was when it was mentioned because. You know, and the thing is, I do think that this is something that that can definitely stand a change between now and and them releasing the game. And I really sincerely hope it does. Um, I think the biggest mistake of Dust 514 was not enough Eve Link and not doing enough of it fast enough. Um, I think they were too slow and too cautious about integrating with their successful their their successful game and their strong player base. Um, you know, as I'm, I'm a member of the CFC in EVE Online, and the, the big thing for me was there's, there's you know, uh, 30,000 players or something affiliated with the CFC, um, or at least 30,000 characters. I, I, there's a lot of alts, but, um, you know, the, the thing was, was you can't, they don't care about anything pertaining to Dust. You, you want orbitals? They don't care. Why would they care? Because it doesn't affect the game, their game. It doesn't affect their region of the game. There's nothing they profit from doing it. So they don't care. So the thing is, is they're they're looking at introducing this new game. They're putting it on PC, which very likely is meant at least partially because it will appeal to their their Eve player base, their their huge community they already have that said we want a PC game. But they're still going to get a game potentially that doesn't affect the their other game that doesn't affect Eve. And I think if you if they do that, they're going to get a lot of the same response. Which is going to be players saying, "Well, this doesn't affect my 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 Eve Empire, so why should I care?" No, and I'm very very concerned about it doesn't, that. It doesn't, it doesn't, I'd say it doesn't affect it yet. Okay, just because they haven't got it in now doesn't mean they won't have it in later. I would much prefer, and I've always been assumed for this as as me and you have hit loggerheads over this uh, particular issue. In fact, several times that in that I want Legion to be a very stable core game. You know, I want it to be a good game. I'm not expecting Battlefield or, you know, uh, next-gen FPS greatness, you know, Destiny, Planetside 2, whatever. I'm not expecting that level of greatness, but I want it to be a very solid core game that has its own unique aspects, so people want to play it as much as they want to play something else. So that way, you'll have a player base that is Legion-devoted, you'll have a player base that is E-devoted, and you'll then... When you do link them up and you have two good quality games on both sides, the link itself can be an all or nothing link. You don't need to introduce it gradually. You can say, okay, this is what Legion's going to happen, this is what Legion's going to affect, and you can do it all in one big sweep compared to a uh, little I, bit of injection. A little I bit don't injection. think you're going to get the. I think the pro, uh, Jackal, I'm with you, but I, I've got to tell you, I, I've, I deal with the east side guys at a, a fairly significant level. Uh, I don't think you're going to, I don't think they're going to want the transition to be like that. They certainly didn't want it for dust. I hear what you're saying. I think there's a lot of merit to it. 
I think the EVE side folks would tell you that they do want incremental injection. And the, well, the even other... if you had incremental, even if you had incremental, you'd be able to plan it out a lot better. So you'd be able to say, okay, stage one is this, stage two is this, stage three is this. Whereas at the moment, it's we have this little trickle or a link that doesn't really do anything. It, as, as it doesn't affect the the Eve universe but, much at all. It's got a tiny amount of uh, it's got it's got a, an effect an effect in faction warfare. It's not it's not small in faction warfare, but it's not really worthwhile for Eve players to invest in all the time. You've got it affecting a a period a, a section of low sec that was and still is relatively dead by comparison to the rest of other low sec regions. Uh, sort of it's a testing testing ground sort of thing. It doesn't really affect anything now. So if you bring Legion in and it doesn't it affects nothing, what's really going to change from an EVE exactly. point of view? Nothing changes except the so 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 at the at the outset at the outset. What, uh, there's no there's no difference, but they can still introduce that link incrementally as they come once they've got a solid game in Legion. I'd rather have Legion being a, a solid, good game before it's linked to Eve and possibly uh, screwing itself over at the at the cost of that. Because a lot of, in my opinion, a lot of that was why Dust failed because it didn't have the link that it was supposed to have. Whereas if you come out to Legion and say, hey. This doesn't have a link, but we are working on it, and we are going to make it a good link at the end. But that's what, they, but for, that's what they said for, for Dust. And, you know, I tried driving interest on the concept of, don't worry, the in, the, the link is coming. We start now, the, the link will come. And what does it turn out? It turns out I'm telling people, oh, wait, no, they this game's not going to have that link ever. But the link will come. It's just going to give it time. You, you're going to make sure the that's... games are solid. If Dust isn't solid, it, the link's going to be sour. The, the link is going to be bad. If Legion is bad, the link will not be good, no matter how much you make it effective. But, but here's the thing that my main frustration came from Dust is that early on in Dust development, I was asking, so how is this going to link to Eve? And they can never really give me a solid answer because I don't think they really knew at the point at that time. I don't think they ever had a clear, concise plan. This is how we're going to link it up. This is how it's going to work. This is how it's going to affect Eve and how it's going to affect Dust. And it's that lack of a plan, which I think kind of led to these, you know, well, I guess I'd say duct tape fixes where we just kind of slap it onto the side and tape it on there and glue it on and okay, yeah, it kind of works sort of. And and that's really what kind of killed the link that we have now. And I think that if anything, they need to focus on having exactly how they're going to do it ahead of time. Implementation or not, they need to know what they're doing and not just, oh, we'll, we'll figure it out later. Because I mean, like you said, they go, oh, well, it'll come eventually, you know. But they didn't know how they were going to do it, and by then they'd gotten to a point where it it, it didn't work. What they wanted to do wasn't going to work, and, and thus we're in the issue we have now. I, I would like to throw this out, and, and this is you know maybe maybe for if anybody else in the room is kind of floating on where you know where Jackal is, um, they now have a ton of actual real time feedback from both the dust side and the and the, the eve side on how they want the link to work to what extent they want it to work how deep it should affect back and forth and if you'll remember that was actually i think um you know probably five or six pretty relevant questions that they were asking C csm candidates uh, on the vote match this last go round. so i think that there's a lot of information out there and um i i would offer this just like what we're saying that, hey, we could use a lot of the things coming out of dust as kind of a, you know, a roadmap, or at least it's broken some trail for Legion to follow and then push on further once they're ready. Um, my my personal opinion on this, and, and it comes from literally just being a player, I think that y you need to have 
a better iteration of what you have now across the board to include an evlink. Now, it could be something as simple as the orbital dropping for LP, which if you're in faction warfare, you're right, that's not small, it's not it's not significant, but it, you know, but that's pretty legit, particularly for the individual pilot. Um, I think that you need to at least have the you know, sort of the the blueprint laid out or at least like you said, sort of the iterative steps laid out, but at least come to the table at launch with something. Because I think if you're, I mean, I think we all remember that that's actually one of the things that garnered a lot of buzz about Dust. Uh, and frankly, one of the few very positive things that was said about the game for the first year it was out, which was, I mean, it was that CCP was truly trying to to create something or do something that was innovating, innovative or cutting edge. And even in the most minor way they did accomplish that component of what they set out to do and and that's something i think would be honestly a shame is that if they backslide on something that even their harshest critics would say you know what it 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 was small but you did something that nobody else did and and that's part of that's one of the things i just kind of put out there is i just i would not want too much of a regression in that you didn't even bring it to the table now, I do like your idea, Jackal, very clearly about trying to uh, have a very solid roadmap of all the things that they want to do. And I think this is where like the CSM and CPM should be having a lot of discussions at some point, you know, once they get once they get into that mode with the dev team is, hey, w- what is the roadmap of how we want these things to affect? You know, is it small potatoes stuff like we're doing with uh you know, orbitals and faction warfare. Is it something more specific where if you control large chunks of a system, you can, you can set gate taxes, you know, on the EU side? Is it, I can take over a planet or a district and start affecting PI, that kind of thing. So there's a lot of things that we could do, but again, this is just an example of one of those things. I think all you guys, or at least hopefully a lot of you guys are going to need to work out. Um, and, and again, you know, my thought on this is even though it's, it may not be planned now, and I do think we all need to have the game delivered uh, in a high quality form, nobody has any illusions that one of the things that would truly set Dust apart from everybody else is the ability to link to EVE. Um, so I think everybody is on the right track. I think it's, you know, again, how do you get to the, get to the finish line? Well, I mean, the thing that I, we, we discussed this earlier, actually, um, was that I, I think that CCP needs to focus on where they can be unique from other games, and I think that that's the EVE link. Um, I, don't think that, I don't think that Legion will be a top-shelf shooter out of the gate as a first-person shooter alone, or as a, um, you know, just an MMO. It needs to be a first-person shooter MMO in this universe, very deeply set in this universe. I think that that's one of the most important elements and it's 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 very it's very painful to me personally as someone who really really wants legion to succeed really wants to see dust keep going um to hear that they may be backing off on the link as a launch feature i think it's i think it's the most important feature on their entire feature list i i think that over everything else that they've talked about in legion if this is the top feature and and i really hope that they re- that if they are indeed not planning on having it at launch that they revise those thoughts um before before it gets to that point uh, and i'm going to ship it in just counterpoint this again as as, as usual um I, i'm just going to point out that if they come to if they come to the table with a plan for an evening it's great that's awesome i just don't want it on the table i just don't want it 
in the game at the beginning. I want the game to be solid. And there are many ways, many ways you can immerse in, in the in New Eden universe without the Evil Link. You've got <laughs> your, your racial specializations, you've got your vehicles, you've got your weapons. All that stuff is racially tied. You can tie it racially. You can do all this stuff to immerse them in the universe without the evening and it's not the most it, it may be a central point but there can be many central points to hey, a, Jack, a unique experience hey, i just wanted to clarify like when you said you don't want it to be at the t- uh, at the launch i think what you i'm please tell me if i'm right in the game is what i said no no let me, let me in the game at all it's like so what if they think that the gameplay is actually pretty good before they launch well, if, if, if they can get the gameplay good at launch and have the slight evil link, that's fine. But as long as the gameplay comes first, that's the main thing I want. I, I want the, the Legion Legion to play well. Well, okay. I, I mean, I don't think that... I, I, I think that uh, it's going to be very hard to get non-Eve, non-Eve players, non-Dust players to the table without something unique like that, something on that level. And... I think that you're gonna have a, that they're gonna have a very hard time getting Eve players to accept it and and want to invest in it and get involved in it if it's separate. But but they just need something that's um unique to Legion, not not no. unique to New Eden. Uh, I no, I actually I'll be honest with Jack. I'm I'm with you all the way up to about that last point where knowing the Eve community kind of the way I do is. I think you're you're going to have a I think the built-in player base for Legion at start not not the optimal and not what we want it to be but at start it's it's the lion's share of it's going to probably come from either Dust players or or Eve players uh, so I, I think that's the one thing that we can now so we've actually found a good discussion topic for next week's show perhaps is how do we you know when you look at Legion how do you uh, build the player base in the future. You know, how do you start with the Eve or start with the dust or start with the folks that don't know anything about either. Uh, and I think that this is probably a good century point where we uh, start kind of wrapping it up and going into shout outs. But I, I do legitimately think that what, what we've all touched on is a lot of the concerns going on out in the community now uh, about a lot of different things, mostly from the vet side of the community. And because you get a very different take when you talk to the new guys. Uh, and I think that Sarai and Jackal, uh, you know, going back and forth there for a minute, you've really solidified on one of those interesting sort of, uh, you know, long range effect discussions that the CPM one really could have an impact on how things work for Legion. Uh, you know, because let's be real, we're a long way off from seeing anything in game and all that other kind of good stuff. But what you're really going to see is are those discussions back and forth about direction uh you know i think it's very clear that ccp shanghai has vision now and they have focus which is i and again somebody stop me if i'm wrong i think we would all say that that was something that was lacking for a long time in dust and probably hurt the game badly Uh, so i think this is going to be one of these sort of very critical um discussion points that CPM1 will work with in the future. And I'm not joking. I think that's a, we could spend a ton of time on this maybe next week. Uh, you know, maybe even talking about the wrap up of the, uh, the CPM elections, hopefully. So I, I w- would like to table this unless anybody's got any parting shots uh, and I'll open it up to the floor. If anybody's got last points and oh, yeah. move on to shout outs. Oh, I, cross, go ahead. I've got a couple quick ones. Um, one thing that Legion has and hopefully will really make use of that Dust hasn't had for a lot of technical and logistical reasons is a test server. And that's going to be huge as far as the p- potential value of balancing and iterating on features, etc. So there's a lot of buffer 
available to the devs, especially in a beta state that hopefully will be employed. Um, secondarily, just from a pseudo outside perspective, as far as attracting new people to the community, what you need is uniqueness. You need something that makes the person take a second look at the game instead of just go, oh, there's something else out there. And having the Eve Dust link in whatever form, having it be something that isn't on the table with any of the other games, that you can legitimately put that bullet point in there for live launch and say, this is a unique aspect, will make people curious. That's how you get people into the game that wouldn't otherwise bother to get involved or try it out. Now, what specific form that takes, that's got to be tested, that's got to be iterated, and obviously if the core of the game itself isn't stable, it shouldn't be in re live launch regardless. You know, we shouldn't push a game out the door when it's not ready to be played yet, and that's you know the core mechanics Jackal's talking about, but I would say that should be a given at live launch regardless, which also means that, to me at least, the unique element of the Eve Dust link at some level should also be a given at live release because whether or not the core features are there shouldn't even be a question. So just kind of my two cents before we sign off. It, it shouldn't be a question, but unfortunately with Dust, it was a question. Well, and that gets into Sony and mixing platforms and a whole bunch of other stuff that's technical in both the I legal sense I and... Uh, mechanical. I can't accept blaming Sony for for what was missing from Dust. Uh, I, I, Sony's you, not the blame for blame, the link. You can blame Sony. You can blame Sony for the the pace, if anything. That's all. That's, that's all you can really blame them for is the pacing because they're 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 uh, what do you call it? Uh, Man, uh, approval uh, processes. Everyone, back the train up here. There was not a question of blame or laying responsibility. It was a question of complexity. The statement was very specifically that with cross-platform and with all of the logistics that are involved in that, that it caused a lot of additional stressors and a lot of additional problems when getting the game out in a timely manner that matched with marketing. It's not about holding somebody specifically responsible. It's about acknowledging the simple reality that in that environment, especially without a test server, which is another part of that environment, you have a lot more difficulty iterating on these things in an effective and timely manner. And that's just simply the facts of the matter. It's not about blame at all. I mean, not many people remember, but back in the beta, there was a lot of um, stress over trying to get the link to work in the first place, and that ate up quite a bit of the beta development. And not to blame the link of being one of the things for it, but you did see the results of it. The core gameplay did suffer because they were too focused on the link. And that's what, that's what my, my philosophy is trying to avoid, the fact that the gameplay should prioritize first, then the link come afterwards, once everything's set in place, rather than trying to focus on too much at once. The game, the game itself should accommodate for Link, but um, it should not be a focus until core's done. Once core's done, then we can focus on Link. Yeah. Exactly. Hey, I, I would. Uh, I, so I'll close it out with this. Since uh, just let me throw this out at you, Jacqueline, and I really want to actually top tee this up for next week, so we can kind of do a deep dive on it. Um, what Iron Wolf said, and and for anybody who knows, like I, I poke fun at Iron Wolf a lot because I struggle with sometimes following in text. He's much clearer when you talk to him one on one. The, but uh, I think what he said is spot on. It's you, you have to have it baked in, like you have to have the you know the guts of it or the idea of it accounted for in Legion, whether or not it's visible when it steps foot off steps foot off at launch. So um, with that. 
you know, we're going to move into shout outs and we'll kind of go in reverse order or actually we'll go in the same order since we're all talking. Uh, we'll lead off with cross and go right down the label here on the mumble chat and uh, we'll close it out for the night. So uh, cross any shout outs. Uh, well, shout out to the community in general, you group of crazy, bitter vets and noobs who have stumbled into this nest of vipers that you probably weren't expecting. I'm glad you're all sticking around and actually trying to make something of this game, which could be so much more interesting than, frankly, a lot of the stuff that may be shinier out there. And specifically to our tech guy, Derry, here for getting me a legitimate headset and um, helping get that set up. It's deeply appreciated and uh, wanted to make sure that he got his due feather in the cap for that. All right, cool, Soraya. Yeah, I'm going to give a shout-out to my guys in Top Men. I'm going to give a shout-out to uh, specifically uh, Darth Carbonite, who tried really hard this month uh, to um, pull off the Scrambler Rifle thing. I think uh, he probably came in second place this month, um, unfortunately. But, uh, yeah, you know, to, to everybody who gave a really good good effort on that uh, on that event, it'll be uh, really interesting to see uh, just who, who pulled out victories on that. Cool. Iron Wolf? I'd like to give a shout out to all the CPU1 candidates for trying to get into this crazy mad madhouse of a council. Also, I'd like to give a shout out to uh, Catmark for keeping me entertained throughout the week and keeping my sanity <laughs> in check. <laughs> yeah, I saw some of the, the trolling going on back and forth. That shit was pretty good. <laughs> uh, okay, Poke. Or actually, Derry? Oh, first of all, of course, before we meet, then um, Legion Guy. Oh, not Legion Guys. Ah, uh, God, I'm tired. Um,. What's it called now when you're in an alliance? Alliance guys, yes. Oh god, alliance guys. Um, for you know all, all the gameplay, all the good memories. Uh, shout out to all the CPM members, all oh, CPM one candidate. Excuse me for uh, running in and put your head on. I know it's been a tough season. Um, and props to you for trying to get into this crazy, crazy uh thing we call CPM. Um, and shout out to everybody here on the stream today. Thanks for making me staying up somewhat interesting. Okay, and for the record, Derry is not diabetic. Uh, he and his blood sugar is not off. He's actually just tired. Um, so, Pokey, uh, shout out to my corp, OSG Planetary Aberrations, and uh, shout out to everyone who's running for CPM uh, one. You guys have had some. It's been a real trip working with you just this, these past few months, just talking and whatnot. And uh, thanks to everyone who's been voting. You know, it's it's good that you get your voice out there and. Special thanks to the people I've been having a lot of discussions with on the forums lately on, on balance and, and concept and conceptual ideas and whatnot. You know, I've been extremely impressed with some of the ideas you guys have been putting out the last couple of months. It's it's been really awesome. I, I, I love that stuff. That's that's why I do this. So it's an awesome talking to you. So thanks. Uh, okay. And Sir Man Boy. Uh, yeah, shout outs as always to my Molon Labe crew. A uh, special shout out to my CEO, Hawk and Pete. Uh, I'd also like to throw some shout outs to support Logis. Keep doing what you're doing out there, guys. We need some more nano hives on the field. I know that. <laughs> uh, but otherwise, keep <laughs> keep doing what you're doing. Um, I'd also like to uh, give a shout out to the voters for the CP uh, M1 race. Um, and also a special shout out to those of you who did throw some support my way on the vote. Thank you so much. I, I graciously uh, and sincerely appreciate that. 
And um, shout out to everybody here tonight. Uh, I know it's not a very far and loud shout out since you guys are all here on the mics with me, but uh, it's great to have people um, jump on a podcast every week and talk about this great game and, uh, you know, play a small part in keeping the excitement in this community. So I think it's wonderful that we have things like this. And uh, so thanks to all of you. Uh, I, I want to give you guys a shout out for your, your hard work and dedication. So there you go. Yep, absolutely. Black Jackal. And my shout outs go as usual to my well, first and foremost to my to my uh, my son who has been bugging me this entire time. Um, he's been he's a reality check. I'll, I'll give him that. I'll make sure. To my corp, uh, Southern Legion, you guys have been behind me the whole way. Uh, you guys and the Greater Alliance and Final Resolution all been behind me. The other candidates, you guys have been. You know, it's it's been a ride. I'll, I'll say that it's, it's it's definitely been a ride, up and down, left, right, whatever center. It's almost over for the moment, for the for the, at least for the first the first time we're doing it. Um, we're we're almost there. We're almost we see the light at the end of the tunnel. And to everyone else in the community, you guys are the the guys who have hung on, even the bitter vets who come back and complain about it. You guys are still here. You're still making you're still making me laugh and smile. You're still making me rage. You're still making me have orgasms. You're still making me just want to be here want to be a representative of you guys so kudos on that all right and uh guys this is jason larison and shout outs to the to all the folks that came on tonight so uh particularly for uh cross and sir man boy really appreciate it jackal you're coming becoming somewhat of a regu- regular along with iron wolf saber um and and again shout out to everybody in the community that has been giving a lot of feedback to uh, the dev team in reference to Dust and Legion. Uh, and for all you guys trying out other games and, you know, Destiny and this, that, and the other, awesome. Go have a great time, seriously. Like, and bring those ideas back about what you want to see in Legion and put those in the forums. Talk to us about them. And, you know, and when you get the chance, pitch it to the devs and the CPM if you see something in another game. I think it's a good thing when you go out and play other things. But always remember, um, uh, your, your crew is always going to be here in dust and we're all, always going to welcome you back and we're always going to want to get in match with you and shoot you in the face or get shot by you. So um, I really appreciate that. And I do want to give a quick mention out to uh, CCP Ritati in particular. Uh, and I don't do this very, very often. I mean, I know we always say that we appreciate that the work he does, but um, the amount of engagement he's had over the last few days has been really, really you know, pretty high. Uh, and I've also noticed a lot of people in the forums that, you know, kind of take the piss out of him, which is, you know, a great British phrase for poking at guys, uh, you know, cause they're not getting their information from him on a weekend or on a holiday or this, that, and the other. The only thing I'd have to say to everybody on that is, you know, my shout out is to CCP Ritati for putting up with us sometimes. Uh, and we all want information and we all want to play it, but it's a hobby to us at, at best. Uh, but it's his job and he, you know, we have to, we do have to respect that. And I would kind of offer that as just a constructive piece of, uh, commentary to the, you know, to the community writ large. And by and large, you guys are awesome. Uh, even when you're poking each other with sharp sticks in the eye, but you're, you're still awesome. And I play a, play a game with you guys anywhere, uh, any game, you name it, dust, Legion, Eve, destiny, battlefield. I don't care. I'd play with just about anybody I've met, uh, here on the dust community. So with that, we're going to crawl, uh, call episode 12 to a close, and we'll see you guys next week. Thanks.